0: buckle up because it's gonna be a long ride it's gonna be a wild ride nobody cares but we're gonna tell you anyways this is popcorn
1: chats Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look i'm wearing the necklace you got me
0: are you? Oh, cute. I love that. that I know. That is so cute.
1: I get so many compliments on it, especially from from men. They're like, that's a sick ass chain. And I'm like, yeah, it means I'm a lesbian.
0: <laughs> I am gay. And Thank then they get,
1: they get all like weird. They're like, oh,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's a good length too. Cause it like hangs over your, I was worried that it would be like too short. Like and if it would have been a choker length, that would have been cute too. But I was hoping that it would be like a little long.
1: Cute! Okay, well I have no notes for this episode and I am just flying blind. Love that. I don't know whose turn it is to fuck an intro. It's been a hot (laughs) damn minute. We are reviving this (laughs) pod and it's coming back from the dead. It's been
0: on a brief hiatus. I don't know. How long has it been? Like a month maybe?
1: Yeah, it feels so long. It does feel like this is definitely the longest we've gone without recording. It was high time to get back into it, but we have to do our normal intro. We're so out of practice. Okay, what's up everybody? Welcome back to Popcorn Chats. I'm Katie. I'm McKay. And we're back. Thank you for joining us. We are back and we're going to get back into weekly uploads. Apologies for that little hiatus. Things just got cray cray in my life, in my mental health status, just all sorts of other things we needed to just take a step back and take a break. But we're back and we're here. And today we're going to be talking about what we've been watching because it's been a hot damn minute since we've chatted. We've both watched a lot of things, been into a lot of things been going through phases as we do we're gonna talk about it we will be getting back into our pretty little liars series I know that y'all really liked that don't worry we're finishing out the show so we'll be getting back into that
0: we can't not finish out PLL we've made it right. this far we have to make it to the allow mm-hmm. era of that show so- yeah <laughs> go we will be doing it and then we're also thinking that
1: we want to start doing more like pop culture. Not necessarily restricted to just movies and television type episodes where we just shoot the shit and talk about literally whatever the fuck we want. Because at the end of the day, this is our show and we can Mm -hmm. do whatever we want. So be prepared for that. We've been talking Mm -hmm. about wanting to do a celebrity fight list episode, a Cimarelli deep dive (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> needs to occur now. <laughs>
0: oh. Did Danny announce on her Instagram? Or like where did you see that about them getting divorced? Did she make a formal announcement? They
1: both, yeah, they both posted like a Notes app screenshot on their stories. So it's gone now, but it was basically oh. just like, hey, everybody, we're letting you all know, like, we're not together anymore.
0: At least use Canva, like, write not the notes out.
1: I know. <laughs> did you see, though? Like, he he's taken off. Like, he had a viral song, a song go viral on TikTok, and now him and his band are like touring all over the world. No.
0: So, did so. he like ditch her? So she supported his ass when he was flopping, and then he takes off, and now they're going to divorce.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he ditched her. But I, yeah, I don't know the full story. I hope she doesn't tell out. but now she's gaining like uh, thousands of followers on Instagram because she just started like a viral Starbucks drink or something. I, I'm not invested enough to like really know what, what's all going on. But I, I think I just know like the, the paraphrase. Interesting. I think she's just now entering into like her golden age. I think she's just going to soar.
0: Good for her. I mean, honestly good for her. She should. Yeah. I mean, I don't know her personal personal life but like why were you we getting married at 18 like it sucks that you, you had to get married
1: <laughs> it sucks that you had to like do all that and get married like y'all should have just been like a serious relationship but it's fine you should have just hooked up but we will be doing a similarly deep dive most of you probably are like who the fuck even is that bitch let us tell they've you been, gonna- yeah
0: they've been influential on our youtube upbringing yeah <laughs> So we're going to get into it. But first, mm-hmm. we must. Motherfucking check in. Yeah. How the fuck are it's you? It's been a hot second. Um, I'm doing pretty good. It's been sunny here all week and you can just tell like everyone's mood is so much better because it's so nice here. I love it. So I'm excited to go for a walk after I'm done recording Cute. and just get outside for a little bit. It's been so nice to like every day after work be able to go outside. I guess, what have I been up to in the past? Honestly, not that much has changed within the last... Month. I can't put this headphone on because I burned the absolute shit out of my ear. On Monday, I clamped it in my straightener as I was straightening my hair, and I don't know if oh. you can tell, it is like that's fried. like third degree. It's just, disgu- <laughs> it literally feels deformed. Like it, my ear doesn't feel like smooth. I swear, like a chunk is missing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so painful um it that's like my hurt. biggest fear clamping yeah, the no. shit out of your ear like that and like why did that happen i was <laughs> like i've been straightening my hair since i was like 13 yeah. like it's not like i'm a newbie straightener like i literally straighten my hair like two to three times a week okay yeah. like this is not new to me i use heat on my hair every single day basically and i've never burned myself but just randomly one day were you drunk so no it was literally like 7 30 in the morning
1: oh my god i was like getting ready for work did you have to like ice it and stuff
0: yeah so during the day so my mom because i was like i don't have any aloe here but i'm like i'm working now is there anything that i can do but it honestly didn't really hurt that day it had like a heartbeat for a little bit but then it kind of stopped hurting (laughs) and then tuesday it wasn't really hurting that much but then yesterday and today it's been so painful like i can't even like sleep on it and i think because my mom's like i bet your nerve endings are starting to like regrow because you like like, burned them off so it's very painful um so that's (laughs) the only like recent thing that's happened to me Jeez, um,
1: burn victim.
0: I know, honestly. So now, and of course, I couldn't find a small thing of aloe. So now I have this ginormous thing of aloe for my little ear. Like, are you joking? So I'm gonna be stocked up on that now. Actually, have I been cross stitching since before we? You
1: you palm? were talking about making a dinosaur or something for uh okay. for one of Elliot. the boys, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's my older nephew's third birthday this weekend, so we're going to the Dells to celebrate. We're going to the Chula Vista. Ooh! Um, <laughs> cute. They, like, rented, like, one of those condos there, so we're going in like, my sister-in-law's family's going. Anyways, so I finally finished my, di- I made Elliot three little dinosaurs for his big boy room, but I'm now, like, started this cross-stitch journey and I really love it and actually why I've been watching so much TV lately, so I actually have a bunch of TV to talk about, because obviously when I'm doing that i can't be reading when normally like i spend all my time at night reading so it's been good for like my watching bad for my reading i'm really enjoying that and like having a new craft yeah because i haven't really been feeling painting lately so i've been really liking doing cross stitch i'm gonna make um game of thrones house banners out of cross stitch. Yeah. i found some patterns and there's well i don't know i'm not gonna make all of them i think i'm only gonna do stark targaryen and me and probably lannister not the tyrells I mean, maybe at some point, but I feel like for sure, like, Stark and Targaryen are going to be the first two I do. Yeah. That can be it for my check-in. How are you? How have you been?
1: I'm good, I've been a little turbulent, um, but it's fine. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see I moved into a new apartment. So that was obviously a lot, moving is very stressful, very expensive, time consuming, like mentally draining all of that. But I'm here and then I flew home to Madison to pick up my girlfriend and help her move out here. And now she's here. Well, when you have like mental health struggles, you can like be like, Oh, well, once this happens, I'll be better. And I think for a while, it was like, Well, I'm really sad or anxious or whatever, but it's just because like I'm in this long distance relationship, and I, you know, once she gets here, like it'll be so much better. And that's not how shit actually works. Um, so now my girlfriend is here and it's amazing, incredible, but I'm still mentally ill, so (laughs) it's so just like dealing with that and. Confronting that has been a bit of a journey, a bit of a struggle, been kind of low energy and recording has not really been on like the forefront of my mind. I've just been trying to like get better um, so that I can adequately perform for you all on this show and I did really miss the pod and really miss talking to Michaela so I'm just glad that we're back and ready to get back into it I'm going to see Scream tonight uh Scream 6 I'm super pumped about it
0: Yay!
1: yeah it's gonna be a good time we're seeing it on a rooftop downtown oh it's gonna be cute we're gonna have some drinks maybe pop a little edible bring in some snackies
0: be careful remember what happened last time (laughs) with the scream movie in and out of that
1: was on you bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah part of what i've been been watching is the scream movies we just watched five the other night in anticipation for six and then we were just now watching four which is kind of like backwards but i that's
0: my favorite one Mm -hmm.
1: so, I fucking love that movie.
0: Granted, I don't think I've seen, I think I've only seen one, four, five, kind of, I don't remember five, and then six. I don't think I ever saw two and three. Mm. So, I do want to go back and watch. But again, like, I don't like watching those by myself. So right. I probably won't ever get watched.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. So, let's get into it. This episode is just going to be yeah. kind of loosey goosey. We're just going to kind of talk about what we've been watching recently what's good, what's bad, what's hot, what's not, what's bop, what's flop.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, I kind of only wrote down my bops. But honestly, <laughs> I think I've had any flops lately. Yeah. So, I broke it down into TVs, TVs. TV and movies, mm-hmm. which would you prefer to start with? I have less movies. Okay, why don't
1: we TV, start with, let's start with movies then.
0: So I only have three and they're all rewatches, but ones that I've watched over the past month and just like appreciated. So first up in anticipation for Fast 10, which I would like to cover here when it does come out, I have been rewatching the Fast and Furious movies. I just love them so much and I've really been enjoying my rewatch of them. Normally when I rewatch them I will rewatch like multiple in a day almost like I'll do it on like a weekend day and I'll like marathon them. I've been watching them a little bit more spread out which I almost feel like is making me appreciate them more because I'm not like as desensitized every single time I'm watching one. The more times I watch it the more I appreciate the first movie. Like it's not that I've never not liked the first movie I just think it sometimes gets forgotten because it's kind of buried under two and three which Mm -hmm. I like three three Two is still like not the best. It's just made me gain more of an appreciation for that one. Five, six, and seven still are my favorites. However, the more I re watch eight and nine, I hate nine. Like, I do mm. not like it. I don't think it's good. And Damn. the more times I watch it, the more I'm like certain of that. Mm. I mean, there are moments that are good. Like, I like that they finally have Letty and Mia talking a little bit more because, like, they never have the women like chatting with each other, you know? Yeah. So I do like that. And Which, I, like, you know, the women back. would
1: be chatting.
0: Like, Letty and Mia grew up together. Like, they're friends, Yeah, know? And we never see them talk, basically, until this point. So, which I just think is wild. So, I, like, hate Nine more, which kind of makes me nervous for Ten, especially when I'm seeing the marketing for Ten, because it's a lot of focus on, like, Jason Momoa, Brie Larson, like, these new people that they're bringing in. And they're, like, blown up on the movie poster with Vin Mm-mm. Diesel. But then you have Letty and Tyrese and misandi Like, they're all, like, small when they're, like, Ooh. these characters. So, I'm right. like... I don't want Brie Larson. I don't want Jason Momoa. I don't care about these new people because after 10 movies, I'm invested in the core characters that we've been following. So I'm nervous for 10.
1: Yeah. I hate that trend that's going on right now in Hollywood to like bring in new people to a beloved franchise to make the franchise bigger. And it's like, why can't you just let the franchise be the franchise and like the fans like you're kind of shitting on the people who already really love the franchise by trying to bring in a new audience, like with Marvel, bringing in Harry Styles. It's like why you don't need
0: him. you don't <laughs> right. need him to do that and right. you don't need these these new people like Fast and Furious has such a huge audience and like such a global audience mm-hmm. that it's like you literally don't need to pull in any of these people also Marvel does that all the time pulling in all these like big people and that's one of the things that I love about Star Wars I was just about to say in the opposite direction. they
1: and just I bring people that. in who want to be a part of it and who really love Star Wars or they bring in like new talent they find mm-hmm. people and that's like their breakout role yeah yep. I was just thinking the same thing that Star Wars doesn't... It doesn't just throw in Meryl Streep because they can. You know what I'm really nervous for is Barbie.
0: Uh, Yeah. The trailer looks... Like, I'm intrigued, but I'm also kind of (laughs) scared. I'm
1: so scared. I'm so scared. I don't... I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be great. And I'm going to be like, Greta, I never doubted you for a second. But I'm... I'm scared. I... Watched this really good movie the other night called Rye Lane. I believe it's streamable on Hulu and it was written by a man directed by a woman, which I think is so cool. It's a rom-com and it was really giving like highbrow rom-com. Almost. Like, you know how there's like highbrow horror now with Jordan Peele and like A24 horror movies and stuff? Yeah. This felt like highbrow elevated rom-com and I truly felt for the first time like the rom-com is back, bitch. Like, I have not seen like a really good rom-com in a while. It was really, really good. So definitely 10 out of 10 recommend. It's a British film and the two actors, like the two leads in it are great. Really cute.
0: Yeah, I'm screenshotting that. that does look good.
1: Cute. But yeah, we oh, always talk. short t- too. Wow. Yeah. It was perfect length. I love the colors. There's just like so much random weird shit going on around this couple throughout the entire film. Like just quirky weird things.
0: You know what rom-com I'm excited for? Hmm. The Jennifer Lawrence one this summer. Yeah. That trailer looks genuinely good. Yeah.
1: I'm telling you. I think we are in a renaissance period. Like mm-hmm. I think this time in pop culture and in just like media and the art world will be referred to as like the digital renaissance or like some sort of renaissance because we're post like apocalypse type thing like post COVID and everything. Did they break something?
0: I don't know what. Hold on. <laughs> it was a big crash. What did he break? He knocked my like book embosser stamp that's like all metal. He knocked it off my bookcase onto my floor and it made a huge crash. I think it's fine. Oh my. But. God. It was very loud, obviously. What's that thing by your bed? Oh, it's a box of hangers. Bed Bath & Beyond (laughs) is closing. So I went and I got, um, they obviously are like liquidating all their stuff. So those are like the little small hangers. And like mine are all like mismatched random hangers in my closet. So I bought those ones. There's another box on the floor. I've just been too lazy to switch my closet over.
1: So you want all one color, one color hangers.
0: Yeah, Yeah, just make it look like more uniform, more cute. But I agree. I do think that we're kind of getting back to an age of... I don't
1: know. Since COVID like and post this like enlightenment era almost where we are like having a new perspective on things because of COVID because of the Black Lives Matter movement and like everything Trump and January 6th like all that stuff I just feel like that cultural political stuff really influenced like media and for a while like after Trump got elected and during COVID and all that it was very like depressing like look at all these issues stuff like that but now I think it's starting to get a blend of the two where it's like yeah shit Mm -hmm. is fucked and bad but what can we do about that like what is that gonna create we need like an escape at the same time yeah absolutely we're getting back to art as an escape and like humanity at its best rather than just Mm -hmm. like displaying how shitty humanity is
0: and I want like some raunchy comedies back I feel like so many comedies now like they're scared of like going there with some of their stuff and I'm I just like I want to see some wild shit okay like I want like I was watching Step Brothers the other weekend and I was like, this shit is like, yeah, some of it, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's entertain Like, it's just a different level of entertainment. And there's I a way
1: to be it. funny without being like problematic and offensive. And I think people are like, you're right, scared to go there. But it's like, you just, it's okay to make mistakes. I think as long as you're like, not intending to hurt anyone everybody's just out here doing their best and like you know what's what's okay to say and what's not and like yeah if it's meant to be making fun of somebody like you just you know everybody just needs to chill like everybody <laughs> needs to like it's fine <laughs> if you're offended and upset about something you're valid let a bitch know and if a bitch is letting you know hey that didn't make me feel very good say oh i'm so sorry
0: won't happen again love ya keep it moving mm-hmm that's it. Everyone just takes themselves so seriously. I'm like so seriously, and I'm like, it's not that fucking serious enough. because our planet is literally gonna burn up. It, so like, just fucking live your life, okay?
1: He's a rapper On and SoundCloud. he's friends. Yeah, and he's friends with James Charles, and he like flexes that. We like, yeah, yani that's and not James. a flex. Sorry for you, because apparently he likes to fuck little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. <laughs>
0: Okay, I will talk a little bit faster about the other two movies, because honestly, I'm more excited about the TV that I've been watching. So, I re-watched Ocean's 8 recently. Speaking of fucking men, or, like, fuck men, give us... A movie with eight female leads in it. Love it. Um, I remember I watched this back when it first came out and I remember being kind of like whatever about it. But then recently, like randomly the other weekend, I was like, I feel like watching that and it's on HBO Max. And I loved it on the rewatch. I thought it was so fun and I like thoroughly enjoyed it. So I don't know what was wrong with me. Like when I first watched her. maybe I just like wasn't in the mood for that kind of content. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do love a heist and I feel like I've gotten more into like heist kind of concepts. I think because of Six of Crows, like I'm mm. back in that like heist. Heist mindset, but anyways, really enjoyed that rewatch, mm-hmm. and I also rewatched 1917, which once again, that is just such an amazing movie, nice. and I, every time I watch it, I'm like so mind blown with how it was done, and how it was shot, and the performances, it's just mm-hmm. perfect. I know it's something that you won't ever watch, and I get that. I've watched <laughs> it. It is truly I've nice. watched oh, it. Oh, I thought, you, oh, I didn't think that you wanted to watch that one.
1: Yeah, no, I did watch it, and I loved it. It's actually funny that you say that, because my... I'll lump my next two movies together, but I really wanted to watch All's Quiet on the Western Front because that Mm. book is really good. If What Michaela was referring to before is I have a really hard time with war movies, even like Forrest Gump I struggle with. (laughs) Like, I just really don't like war and like unnecessary death and stuff, it just really bothers me. I watched 1917 after it won Best Picture because I wanted to see how the one shot worked. It's an amazing, beautiful film. I completely understand why it won Best Picture. And then this year's Oscars, All Quiet on the Western Front won Best International Picture and Best Cinematography won a bunch of awards. It looked beautiful. It's an anti-war war movie. So I really wanted to watch it. I had to split up watching it into like three days. I did it in like 45 minute chunks because again, I just get (laughs) like really down bad. I finished it. I watched it. It was beautiful. I loved it so much. And I'm so glad I watched it and got through it. Then I was in my war movie era mood and I decided to watch another war movie that I had been like putting off. War Dogs with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill did you love it I loved that one as well so good, so good. and Anna de
0: Armas too that was like one yes. of the first like projects that I ever saw her in did you see that she and Chris Evans have something coming out I did yes Intrigued.
1: okay yeah Corinne and I watched World War Z the zombie oh. movie where they're like mm. fast that yeah. one was really good loved that one like who is she an action yeah. an action girl
0: next you're going to tell me you're watching marvel i know <laughs>
1: right that'd be wild i'll lump this into movies i watched the miley cyrus special on disney oh. plus mm-hmm. i've watched it i think 3 times now if you're ever having a bad day 1000% watch that it it will pull you out of a massive depression if you are in one she's incredible and i love her so much and her new album slays good absolutely slays
0: is it? Oh, I've seen the clip of that. So is it like docuseries or is it like concert?
1: No, it's more just like a concert and then she'll speak about things like in between the songs. Okay. I love that type of stuff where an artist will like sit and talk about their work and like the inspiration mm-hmm. for it and then they'll do like a live performance. And yeah. she's so good live. thousand percent going to get tickets to her tour when she comes to Los Angeles.
0: She would be so good to see live. Too. I know. I feel like she would just be such a great performer.
1: I didn't realize how badly I needed to hear her sing The Climb.
0: So I love that she still sings. Sings it too. Yeah. It's such an old song. And like, it's a good ass song.
1: Mm-hmm. And she wrote that shit and she didn't even know everything that she was going to go through. That shit really is about the climb. Also, I've been feeling lately like miley cyrus in her mtv twerk era lately like i just feel like when i came out of the closet i obliterated my life now i'm in this like lost phase where i'm a lot happier and not like hiding who i am anymore but i've also like lost the good parts of myself Mm -hmm. so i want to get to where miley is like now where she's just like all good going through
0: your different eras we are moving on to television yes i've been watching a lot i got seven shows i've been watching and loving Let's talk um about it. so i will start with the traitors I watched it. It's a Peacock original. It is a reality show that takes place at like a manor in Scotland, like a castle in Scotland. And it's a group of people, half celebrities, half regular people. And they all get together. And basically the point of the show is there are going to be two traitors among them. And it's their job week by week or like day by day to suss out who the traders are and vote them out. And if they don't at the end, like if a trader remains at the end, they take the entire pool of money. Where if only faithfuls remain at the end and like they've gotten out all the traders, then the faithfuls win the money. But the twist is that the traders, they're also killing people some nights. So that way like they can choose who they eliminate. So that's also like part of like the strategy to like throw off the scent of them. And then everyone gets together on the opposite night And vote someone out And they have like a public Or they have like a meeting at the round table And they like vote people off And then they reveal like if they voted off a traitor Which was like good Or if they voted off a faithful Then like bad Because they still have the traitors among them It was so good It's only one season so far My only thing is that I would definitely do all celebrities Or all regular people But I really enjoyed the celebrities that were on there Sari from Survivor was on there And she's my fave So I loved seeing her on there Ari from The Bachelor was on there And I'm like you're just a flop You're like boring But it was just like a really cool concept of a show And I literally watched it like in a day Like I just binged the entire season And it's fun because it's kind of like survivor-esque And they do like challenges to get more money Added to the prize pool every day And I don't know It was just like really cool, really different
1: Yeah, it's just like mafia
0: Yeah, pretty much I'll definitely watch a season two Whenever they do a season two Love
1: that So I have been watching Chuck (laughs) with my girlfriend. I'm doing it because I want her to watch Game of Thrones. So our deal is that I'll watch the show so then she'll watch Game of Thrones. Chuck is about a man who works at a Best Buy like store and he works for like the the Geek Squad basically accidentally uploads like top secret information from the US government into his brain and then that computer gets destroyed so he holds all of like the US government secrets and he gets like flashes of these bad guys and like basically he's helping a CIA agent and an FBI agent like do all this espionage shit. And he's just like this dopey little man. <laughs> I think it's super cute. It's not my favorite show ever, but I'm glad that Corinne and I are watching it. And I think it's just like a. A blast from the past because it's like a network TV show. So it's kind of like the same thing over and over again every day. But Serena from Age Tale is in it and she's like young and hot and beautiful and I like her in it.
0: Is she the main lady here that I'm seeing? Yeah, the blonde girl. Wow, I like barely even recognized her. Her name in the show is Sarah and she is smexy. We used to have this show at Family Video. (laughs) Zachary Levi, wait, is that Flynn Rider? I think that's the guy who voices Flynn Rider. Yeah, right? he,
1: he's Shazam.
0: Yeah, he is Flynn Rider. Cute. And he's Shazam. Shazam. I haven't seen that. Have you? Mm-mm. Okay, next is I'll throw in a rewatch because I got quite a bit of reality TV. So like, let me throw in like a scripted show. I have rewatched House of the Dragon. And I am like, so blown away by how much I love it. And, I loved it the first time around. Like we obviously covered it. We didn't even cover it episode by episode, which was honestly such a flop for us. Like that's stupid that we didn't do that. Um, because I have so many thoughts on, on like each individual episode now. And I gained so much more of an appreciation for the show watching it the second time around, because you're picking up on the things that now you already are aware of. So even Mm -hmm. like just in the first episode alone, that pilot looks completely different to me. And same. So that episode was like the biggest difference on the rewatch. And then episode six, was the biggest on, difference on the rewatch as well because that's the one when they change Allison and Rhaenyra and it's the two new actors mm-hmm. in those roles. And that I remember feeling like a little jarring watching mm-hmm. it the first time, but now yeah. that again I have that full picture of like grown up Rhaenyra and Allison playing them, I like didn't feel as like whoa, yeah, like whiplash with it. I just like I can't get over how good that show is. <laughs> and how We should do a rewatch,
1: an episode by episode rewatch for before season 2.
0: A th- thousand percent because it's just so good and like i'm really torn right now on like i kind of know certain things because i'm like very deep in house of the dragon tiktok right now and like just game of thrones tiktok so i'm not like super spoiled i kind of know like some things i don't really know everything though and i'm really torn between like wanting to know everything but then also still wanting to like not know how the events all unfold because it's more fun that way like i know that but then i see all these people doing like deep dive videos and i'm like i want to like like watch that but yeah shit I'm just like I'm so blown away by House of the Dragon like I'm, I just absolutely love it so yeah. much and uh-huh. I cannot wait for season two
1: um so a scripted show that I recently watched and finished is called Feel Good it's on Netflix um it's a Netflix original by Mae Martin who is a queer Canadian comedian As was a tongue twister And, yeah, it's a show, like, loosely based on her life and... I relate to her a lot just as she's like a writer, creator, gay as fuck, and she uses comedy to like deflect and deal with her problems. And I just think it's like a really beautiful, well-written show. I cried when I finished it the other night because I just want to make like beautiful things and I hope that I do someday like that. Um, And it's just inspiring to see somebody like me be able to have a Netflix show. And she actually just came out with a Netflix comedy special. I've been wanting to watch that just haven't gotten around to it yet it's a good show it's called feel good on netflix and pretty raunchy lots of sex drugs whatever but super cute
0: is it one season or is it like a a limited series or is it like going to
1: it is two seasons currently okay so hopefully a third one comes out i mean i think the fact that she just had a special on netflix is a good sign
0: yeah i'd say
1: huh it's canceled Oh, my fucking
0: God. <laughs> Dude. Are you serious? That's an actual <laughs> joke. Lesbian shows always get canceled. Yeah. It's like literally Netflix. I swear, like, whoever decides that sees that comes through and, like, they just read one line as soon as it says, like, lesbian and they're like, <clears> put <throat> in the cancel pile.
1: Oh, that fucking sucks. That shit hurts. Lisa Kudrow's in it though. She plays the mom. that's
0: Phoebe. Um, okay, another reality TV show. I'll, like, kind of, like, go back and forth. So another one that I've been watching a lot recently is Below Deck on Bravo. Mm. I have gotten sucked into Below Deck, and I have not looked back. I'm currently on the seventh season. (laughs) It's just so good. It's literally just all of these workers chartering yachts, and it's, like, their experience working on the boat and, like, the crew, and it's just, that's literally what it is. I love that show, yeah. Oh, you watch it, too?
1: I've seen it Yeah I've seen A couple episodes of it My roommates in college We used to watch it I love the premise I love like the different groups That come on the ship And Mm -hmm. like Yeah And then just like The interpersonal relationships Of the crew Like when they sleep together In their little bunks Their
0: little bunks That's (laughs) the thing It's like forest proximity To the max Because they're literally In these like Little teeny tiny bunk beds Together Stuck on a boat Like there's no privacy There's no like Space between them And their work and play Goes hand hand in hand. Cause even like then when they have a day off, they have no choice, but to still spend it with each other. So there it's just like, they're so forced in on each other and yeah. it's just so fun. I love it. I should have listened to my roommate, Brie, back in college. She loved the, or she still loves the show a lot, but she used to always tell me, she's like, I think you'd love it. And I do in fact love it. Um, mm-hmm. And Kate Chastain, obsessed with her, obsessed mm-hmm. with her. So thoroughly enjoying Below Deck right now
1: um i am two episodes into this show Kern and i are currently watching daisy jones and the six on amazon prime <laughs> we are on just episode two gonna continue keep watching it so far so good sam claflin just looks out mm-hmm. he looks like an old man
0: and he's playing a high schooler well yeah just wait he's- for like the time moves yeah so far so good cute I won't really say anymore because that one was on my list as well I actually just finished it over the weekend and I loved it um Daisy was a little bit hard for me to get on board with at first because even though she looks very much like what I pictured Daisy in the book they almost were making her a little bit more like manic pixie dream girl and not like really struggling addict who's like very free spirited just doesn't give a fuck what people think about her but in more of like a cool kind of way where Mm -hmm. she was almost like a little too quirky I thought at the beginning but as the show went on I feel like she kind of like became more of the daisy that I had in my head and I just loved the music in it I loved all the performances loved the ending and I would love to see a Simone spinoff very
1: excited for the seven husbands
0: of Evelyn yeah Literally, like, everything that Taylor Jenkins Reid has wrote right now is getting adaptations. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, I love her books, so I'm excited to see them. And I'm, like, and I'm really glad that they did Daisy Jones as a TV show because I don't think it would have translated well into a movie where I feel like Evelyn Hugo is kind of, like, honestly, it could have been a limited series, too, but I do think that with it being, like, Hollywood glitz and glamour, It should be a movie, I'm excited for that, like, take on it rather than seeing it episode by episode.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be great. Reese Witherspoon, man. Once she gets a hold of your project, bitch. That shit ain't gonna be a movie.
0: I, it's going to be a
1: fucking limited series. <laughs> and then a JK, it's not actually limited. We're going to do another season.
0: I watched how a video on someone breaking down her business model and how absolutely genius she is. And like author sometimes hasn't even like published their book yet. And she's just like, she has those bugs in at the publishing houses. And then when she gets like a sniff that this like book is going to be going, she immediately reach out, reach, reaches out and obtains rights to that. like. Like right away. And then, or like to add to her Reese's book club, because then also then she can put a ban on other people adding it to their book club list. So then it's like a Reese book club exclusive. And then Reese's book club, that audience obviously is all going to pick up that book and read it. Oh, well then we're going to create a TV show or a movie. And that entire audience is going to want to then watch this movie. Like it's genius. <laughs> and there, She's mm-hmm. never going to run out of content. People are never going to stop writing books.
1: With this book club that she has, she gets data To show to producers and she could literally do whatever she wants because Mm -hmm. she'd be like, yeah, this clearly has an audience that is going to like translate. And she's done it so many times at this point. Like she could literally do whatever she wants. I did watch Wild too. Recently I watched that with Corinne the other night.
0: She says she's going to fucking do that. I'm like, fuck around and try, bitch. Try to leave me
1: for three months. See what happens. I see
0: some people do that on TikTok. It's this one couple who have hiked that trail, and I'm like, mm, I I'm like not watching going it from my couch. I'm not going.
1: Please I'm don't not do going.
0: that. Don't risk, it. Corinne. Don't risk your safety.
1: That's what I'm trying to say, but ugh, only time will tell.
0: Okay, I just have three more, and Daisy Jones was one of them, so I won't say anything more about that. Love is Blind, (laughs) season four, I've been watching. Um, I actually was not watching it, like, as it's been coming out, because I really like Love is Blind, don't get me wrong, but I have not been in a reality TV mood of, like, dating reality TV. I've been wanting to watch, like, Bravo or, like, Real Housewives, like, that kind of stuff. So I haven't been in the mood to watch it, but then, um, I think it was over this past weekend when I had, like, finished Daisy Jones, and I was kind of like, what's next? I was like, let me just catch up on Love is Blind. And I did. <laughs> like, once again, I'm sucked in. And we'll definitely be watching the finale tomorrow before I leave for the Dells. i um, very excited for it. Also enjoy the commentary on TikTok, especially because some of these girls are rancid. And there's one <laughs> couple on there that, though, I do genuinely think are truly so soul-shattering in love. And if they don't get married, I'm going to be pissed. So yeah,
1: I've been Cute. Good. <laughs>
0: Um, next Vanderpump rules. Okay. What's going season.
1: on? Let me know because I don't know what's going on.
0: Well, so I don't like, you know, about Tom and Raquel cheating mm-hmm. together. Right. So granted on the season right now, we're only up to Sheena's Mexico wedding. So right. like, we aren't caught up to new stuff yet. However, I think they did say that I think it's a three part reunion and the first part of the reunion is going to air like May 17th or something. So like about a month away. So in my mind, I'm thinking that it's maybe like two more regular episodes for the regular season and then they're gonna have one because as soon as all this drama broke out they were like let's get cameras back out there and they did so I'm assuming that maybe they have like one episode then of like that content and then the reunion a month from mm-hmm. now, nice. so not really much else new stuff. I guess is like happening. I mean, obviously there's more like details coming out, sides of the story. Jackson, Brittany, I think maybe are coming to the reunion. I think Kristen maybe is coming to the reunion. Potentially, like Jackson, Brittany are in talks of coming back. Kristen's in talks of coming back. No one wants to film with Art with uh, Raquel and Tom. So like, if there maybe an ultimatum to Bravo, they might be in trouble. Tom also did a podcast talking about a bunch of stuff that Bravo didn't want him talking about because obviously they're under contract until, like, the reunion and everything airs. So, like, he maybe might get fired for, like, breach of contract. I don't know. He just absolutely sucks, and I feel so validated as a Tom Sandoval hater because I've never liked Tom Sandoval. What did he talk about on the podcast He blamed Ariana, basically, that she had, like, that she was struggling mentally. They both were. But, like, for him to cope with it, he's just gotta, like, keep moving. But for her, she just has to, like, stay in bed. So they're, like, very different people. And that apparently Ariana knew about, or, like, knew that he had a relationship outside of the relationship. And then he tried to break up with her. But, like, she wouldn't let him. Which I'm, like, I don't see Ariana as doing that. Because, like, we know, like, who she is. So it's, like, I don't see any of that. What was the other thing that he had said about her? Oh, and he kept on being, like, well, because I guess she, like, trusted me or something. It's like, yeah, she trusted you. You were in a relationship for 10 fucking years. You had a house together. You had dogs together. You had businesses. Like, yeah, she trusted you. Are you stupid? Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. So anyways, just really enjoying all this Vanderpump Rules tea. And lastly, season two of Shadow and Bone has come out since we've taken our brief hiatus. And I watched it and I loved it. Um, Okay. But granted, I love... So they did kind of like rush. They added the third book for the Shadow and Bone storyline into this last season of the show which a lot of people had a problem with I don't necessarily care I didn't really mind it actually I think that that part was actually fine because I'm more excited about the stuff moving forward granted though now like one of My favorite characters is not going to be on anymore, which I am sad about to like see him gone. But I also feel like he's such a fan favorite at this point that I feel like maybe in some capacity he's going to be back and maybe like haunting some characters. I don't know. I'm really excited to see where they go. And Netflix, please don't cancel them too because I need to see my Six of Crows like keep going on. Mm -hmm. Kaz and Inej were delivering. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really, really loved season two. I thought it was great. So Mm -hmm. very excited to hopefully get a season three for that show. Yeah, I'm glad that you liked it. I
1: was meaning to ask you if you watched
0: it and what you thought about it. So good to
1: know that a fan of the book appreciates the film adaptation.
0: Yeah, that's everything.
1: Let us know what you've been watching. And if you watch this stuff that we've been talking about, let us know what you thought of that. Next week, we may be jumping back into Pretty Little Liars. I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Lilas, lie, motherfucking ass.